Hi, I'm Jen Neiman, co-founder of Property Elite, Chartered Surveyor and APC Assessor. At Property Elite, we provide training and support for the APC, ASOT RICS and FRICS qualifications. We cover all routes, pathways and geographic regions via our team of specialist consultants and trained assessors. This also includes the senior professional, specialist, academic and direct entry routes. In this week's podcast, I take a look at the new RICS guidance note, Land Measurement for Planning and Development Purposes. It's essential listening for candidates pursuing the measurement competency, as well as planning and development pathway candidates. The new guidance note took effect from the 24th of August 2021. It provides much needed clarity on the measurement of land for planning and development purposes, enabling areas to be accurately described at each stage of the development process. The guidance should be read in conjunction with RICS Professional Statement Property Measurement, Second Edition, and the International Land Measurement Standard. When considering boundaries, surveyors should also refer to the RICS Guidance Note Boundaries, Procedures for Boundary Identification, Demarcation and Dispute Resolution. In the new Guidance Note, it introduces some new bases of measurement. Currently, there are four in use. The new term Land Ownership Area, LOA, is introduced in the Guidance Note. The application of each basis is defined in Section 3 of the Guidance Note. Land ownership area is an area of land measured on a horizontal plane, which is held in a single legal interest or title by one or more legal owners, and that may be the subject of a proposed or actual sale, letting or other disposal, valuation or compulsory purchase. It may comprise all or part of that single legal interest or title. Next up is site area, and this is the total land area for which development authorization is sought, measured on a horizontal plane. Third in the list is net development area, which is the extent of the site upon which one or more buildings or other operations and their ancillary space can be built, measured on a horizontal plane. Fourth is plot ratio, which is the ratio of total development floor area to site area. Development floor area may be measured as gross external area, GEA, or gross internal area, GIA, but whichever is used, all modifications of them should be clearly stated. This is therefore similar to floor area ratio and floor space ratio. Finally is site coverage, and this is the ratio of ground floor area measured on the basis of GEA to site area. And all of these bases should be adopted unless there's a mandatory alternative jurisdictional requirement. Finally today, If you head to the guidance note, you can find a really helpful table showing how accurate your measurements need to be in Appendix A. That's it for today's podcast. Remember, you can book in your free 15-minute consultation via our website. We can also provide feedback on your referral or prelim review report. If you head to our website, you can also access our other free support resources, including our ebook guides, podcasts, videos, quizzes, blog and CPD newsletter. We can't wait to work with you so thank you for listening and I'll see you next week.